Welcome to the Cop Table podcast with special guests, game previews, and music by unsigned bands and artists. Brought to you by www.friendsofliverpool.com. Welcome to today's show where we are going to be previewing the Everton versus Liverpool game, Merseyside Derby, this coming weekend, plus looking back to the victory against Manchester City in the, the Champions League. Once again, with me, we have uh, on the podcast Jay Riley. Jay is a regular for the Redmen TV. He does a little bit of uh, writing for the Read Liverpool and Liverpool Echo, also a regular on Radio City's Fan Friday talk show. So, how are you, Jay? Yeah, a bit tender at the moment from last night after the match, but, you know, you've got to enjoy these moments. So, you know, it is what it is and looking forward to the derby Saturday now. Good stuff, yeah. And obviously last night we had that um, that fantastic victory against Manchester City, 3-0 at uh, home at Anfield. Crowd was, was electric, wasn't it? Fantastic atmosphere. Give us your thoughts on, on last night's victory, please, Jay. Just, you know, absolutely sensational, really. I mean, you know, before the game, I did fear a little bit that, you know, this City team were a very good side and, you know, Liverpool had beaten them in January time. But I did think that maybe, you know, this might be a a step too far, if you like, in the sense that two legs against such a fantastic team. The league table doesn't lie. I think they're 18 points ahead of us, aren't they, in the table? And, you know, I must admit, I didn't think we'd get a victory last night but you know it just goes to show doesn't it you know this Liverpool team it's it's more than capable of getting a result and it's you know people underestimate the, the them European nights at Anfield because they're absolutely incredible aren't they I mean you know you look back to 13 years ago when we played Chelsea and you know at the time Chelsea very similar to Man City you know running away with the league you know obviously fantastic team a lot better than what Liverpool were and the atmosphere that night was absolutely insane and we managed to get through the tie and got to the European Cup final and you know obviously we won the European Cup that season and you know last night was was very reminiscent I thought of that I mean it was a different scoreline we beat Chelsea 1-0 did me 13 years ago whereas last night was 3-0 but you know, the atmosphere was absolutely sensational it, it was electric it's what we all wanted I mean they had the coach welcome him, didn't he? And I, and I spoke about it saying, look, at the end of the day, the most Im- important part is the atmosphere inside the grounds because that's got tip top. And, you know, the coach welcome was was fantastic as well. You know, look, fantastic scenes with, with all the pyro going off and stuff and all the scarves everywhere, all the songs being sung. But inside the grounds, the atmosphere was electric as well. It was a cauldron of noise. And, you know, like I say, teams just don't seem to like it and you can't underestimate how important the 12th man is and that's the fans and you know we get behind our team and you know there's something special about it isn't it Liverpool a European night it's just fantastic and you know like I say we got the, the, it does help doesn't it getting a couple of early goals as we did and, and you know when we go 3-0 up Sadio Mane after half an hour it was dream world wasn't it but you just had that little sense didn't you the second half was was quite tough really because you know, the damage was done we'd scored three goals but it was vital 
vitally important to keep a clean sheet and in your heart of hearts I mean you, you were probably expecting City to maybe nick a goal second half but for all the ball that they had in the second half and the, the chances they tried to create they never actually had a shot on target so that's testament to how well Liverpool defended not just the defence the team in, in general you know the midfield I thought you know obviously Milner did, did quite well helping Trent out you know Trent's He's coming for a lot of criticism, and off myself included. Um, but you know, like I say, just one of them. He did get roasted, didn't he, by Rashford? He got roasted by Zaha as well, and you feared for him up against Leroy Sane because young player of the year awards, isn't he, Sane? So you know, I did fear for young Temple. To be fair to him, he was absolutely outstanding, and what I noticed with him, he kept on showing Sane inside. He wouldn't let him go on the overlap on him. And to be fair, Sane just didn't get any joy out of him at all. And, you know, the other side to it was whenever they were going in for a 50-50 as well, Trent was coming out on top with that as well. So, you know, massive credit to the lad. He's only a 19-year-old boy, isn't he? You know, he's not a right-back really. Not in my eyes. I think his future lies in midfield. But, you know, he's done a job for us this season when he's being called upon. Yeah, I touched on there where he struggled against Rashford, he struggled against Zaha. But, you know, I suppose when you analyse them performances... Likes of Palace and Man United, they're like long ball teams, really, aren't they? And that's how they got in behind them. Whereas with City, it's all in front of them because they play it on the deck, don't they? So it suits them a little bit better last night. But, you know, we come through it through the test with flying colours. He was fantastic. Um, I, I just thought it was it was, it was was a superb all-round performance when you analyse scoring three goals in the manner that we did. But then, as I said, to dig in in the second half, defend as we did... And, you know, t- to stop them from even having a shot on target. You know, if you're not going to have a shot on target, you're not going to score a goal either. So, you know, like I say, fantastic team. The work ethic was was just, you know, it was spot on last night. And, you know, you've got to consider this is what it's going to probably be like in the second leg as well. Because, you know, Liverpool, if they can, def- if they can replicate the defensive display that they did last night, then, you know, like I say, it's going to be tough for City because they're going to, at some point in the game, they're going to have to go gung-go and that's right up Liverpool's street because we can hit them on a counter-attack and if Liverpool score an away goal, they need to score five to go through. So, you know, it, it, it's very tough for them but, you know, like I say, they're a very good side so you don't want to count your chickens, do you? You don't, you, you don't want to get carried away really because, you know, anything can happen. They beat us 5-0 earlier on in the season albeit we were down to 10 men but, like I say, they've already done it to us once this season so, you know, like I say, you just see what happens now, but it was a fantastic result through the night. Yeah, and um, looking forward to towards the game next week, Jay. Obviously, in that first half, the first 10 15 minutes, uh, City had a lot of the ball, didn't he? Put us under quite a lot of pressure, and basically, the whole of the second half, they had the majority of the game, the majority of the ball, and but didn't really create um, a great deal of chances. It's only half time, as we know. We've got another game to go with the Etihad next next week. So, what do we have to do to ensure that we we go through in this in this fixture? Well, look, I mean, I never expected Liverpool to keep a clean sheet at Anfield against them, to be honest with you. Um, but we managed to do that. Um, I think it's a case of if Liverpool scored a goal at the Etihad, they've got to score five to beat us now. I know back in September they scored five against us, but we were down to 10 men for, for what, 55 minutes? Was it 60 minutes of the game? So, 
you know, it was a little bit of a handicap, wasn't it, really, that game? And, you know, I don't think it really was a 5 0 because, you know, let's be honest, what can you do when you're down to 10 men? They're probably the worst team in football to go down to 10 men against because, you know, they, they, have, they dominate the game, don't they, against virtually every team? I mean, Liverpool are normally the team that controls games of football, but against Man City, you simply can't do that because just because of the footballers that they've got. They're just so good, aren't they? So the work ethic is absolutely massive and Liverpool did put a lot into that game at Anfield, do you know what I mean? Because for obvious reasons, you're chasing the game a lot, aren't you? And you're trying to dig in. You're trying, it's, the intensity levels are insane. Now, I'm pretty sure it's going to be much of the same next week at the Etihad, but the difference was, obviously, at Anfield, we got the three goals, didn't we? And you know, like you say, they're the first 10 minutes. City settled really well and they started the game very well, I thought. Um, and then Liverpool's virtually our first attack, wasn't it? And we scored from it, but that's exactly what Liverpool are all about. Liverpool are just unbelievable on the counter-attack and this is the theory going into the game next week. Yeah, of course, it'll probably be much of the same. City will have a lot of the ball, they'll try and probe and they'll try and create opportunities to score goals. But, you know, Liverpool then can hit them on the counter-attack and you know, I think it's important. Hopefully, Salah's okay. I mean, he went off, didn't he, injured? And it's, he might have tweaked his groin. There's been a few whispers and rumours doing the rounds that, you know, the injury here is quite a bad injury. But, you know, who knows? It could be just Everts- Evertonian making a rumour up because that's been known in the past, hasn't it? But, um, like I say, hopefully he'll be okay. I can't see him playing the game on Saturday. But hopefully it'd be okay to, to play some part anyway in the game at the Etihad because we're going to need them because you know like I say he's a fantastic option to have you know teams are terrified of him defences are wary of his ability aren't they? and not only does he score a lot of goals he also gets assists as well as we've seen with the the ball into the box for for Sadio Mane's goal to make it three 0 so he, he's a vital vitally important part of this Liverpool side and he's been our best player this season so. We really need him fit and available for the game to give us that option to score a goal and an away goal. But like I say, we've got the options of Mane still and Firmino. And Oxlade Chamberlain seems to like playing against Man City, doesn't he? Because he scored twice against them this season, hasn't he? So it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, you know, at times, backs to the wall. It's going to be a little bit tense. I mean, I must admit, in the second half last night, I, I, I was counting down the clock. You know, you're looking at it, 60 minutes, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, and the relief at the end when the final whistle went because, you know, I, I think a lot of people just feared that they'd get the away goal and they'd take the gloss off it a little bit, but they never got it. So, like I say, because they didn't get the away goal now, it's it's massive for us because if we can get an away goal at their place, then the dynamics of the tie just completely change because you would have to score five to go through then. So, you know, as long as we can keep all 11 on the pitch, I, I, I just can't see them putting five past us. So, we, you know, as I say, it's vitally important to try and get the away goal in. And if we get the away goal in, it, it, we should be through. We should see us through, shouldn't it? So, it's going to be tough, but, you know, we go again in uh, in a couple of days' time. Yeah, and just looking forward to this Merseyside derby that we've got coming up on Saturday. Um, do you think Klopp's going to look to rest one or two? What do you think the, the starting lineup for this game's going to be? Well, look, it's divided opinion, hasn't it? Because I know a lot of Liverpool fans who are saying, no, no, you know, you can't play a weakened team in the derby and he's got to go strong and we've got to make sure we wrap up top four. <laughs> the thing is with that, you've got to look at it and think, well, 
we've got three games in six days. And as I touched on on previous podcasts, talking about the Man City game and this little period we've got now, it's very difficult, the intensity levels. You know, sports science is a big thing in football now. Footballers are finely tuned athletes, aren't they? And they can pick up little niggles and knocks here, there and everywhere because they are so fit now. And to play three games with high intensity levels in the space of six days, it's a massive, massive ask and it's a massive risk as well for injury. Now, people will say, well, you know, you can get injured in training and what have you. I get that and that is a valid point. But training sessions aren't as high intensity as what a proper game of football is. And certainly not a major derby. It's the most inconvenient game that we could have asked for, really. Right smack bang in the middle of the two city ties because, you know, there's no love lost between Liverpool and Everton. They haven't beaten us for eight years. So this is their best chance to, to register the derby victory against us, in my opinion, purely because I think with Klopp, he showed earlier in the season when we played Everton in the derby game at Anfield back in December. He, he rotated then a little bit. I mean, we still had Coutinho at the club then and he was on the bench for the game. So it was Firmino. He, he chose to go with Solanke up front and I think it was the first time he'd actually played Oxlade Chamberlain in the middle of the park as well. And James Milner played in that game and he wasn't getting his game at the start of the season. So he did, he did like basically rotate for that game. And if you remember back to that game, yeah, OK, we dropped points. We conceded a late penalty Lovren on Calvert-Lewin. And we dropped points and everyone was frustrated and infuriated by it. And, you know, we come in for a bit of criticism, Klopp. But if you analyse the game, Liverpool dominated the game. I think we had 70% possession. Everton only had, I think it was two shots in the whole game. They couldn't get out their own half at times. So even with a weakened team back then, Liverpool dominated the game. But this time around, I mean, it, it's going to be... You can't envisage Salah playing because he went off with a, with a knock and it's important that he's available for the City game I, to be honest I, I was surprised he took Firmino off against City but he might have took him off with a view to him starting the game I'm not sure but you would imagine the likes of Solanke or Ings have got to be you know vying for a, for a starting spot because like I say it's too much you, you would expect it to be too much for Firmino to play three games in six days because he, out of everyone in our team, he's probably the one that works the hardest because he puts the massive shift in up front. He leads the line really well. He does the, the role of two players, really. And for him to be expected to play three games in six days is a big ask. But like I say, he did get taken off just after the hour mark, didn't he, last night? So there is that possibility with with the derby game in mind. So you never know, do you? But... I'm looking at it now with Henderson suspended, isn't he, for the second leg? So you'd imagine he'll start the game. But again, with Henderson, game management with him, he doesn't really tend to play two games in a week, does he? But I think because he is suspended, they'll have to roll with, with, it, with Henderson because, you know, he can't play on the Tuesday. So it makes most sense for him to start in the derby game. And the, the defence is a dilemma as well because, you know, do you go with Trent? Does he play three games in six days? You know, he's done really well against Sané, but he's only a 19-year-old boy. And yeah, he, he's, you know, full of enthusiasm and he is only a boy, he's only a baby, so you'd think he might be able to do it. But with the fact that Gomez is out and with the fact that Nathaniel Klein's only, he's, he's not really played a first-team game since I think he played a half in the pre-season friendly against Tramia. You know, so he didn't even really have much of a pre-season. He hasn't played all season for us. So he's not really played properly for nine months, but competitively. So 
to expect him to come in and play against City would be a big ask. So maybe it's a it's a good time to introduce Klein at right back for, for the Derby game, just purely because he might only be seventy percent fit, but you know he's actually a natural right back and it gives young centre blow, doesn't it? And he can prepare them for the Manchester City game against Leroy Sané again, Mark two. So it's it's a dilemma for Klopp because the centre half is an issue as well because with having the injury to Mata being out for the rest of the season, with Joe Gomez also being out who could cover at centre back, we're in a situation where we've got Van Dijk and Lovren who played the other night against City and Clavin wasn't even fit to, to make the bench against City so we had to have a young kid on the bench, Masterson. So there's, there's talk that Clavin could be ready for the derby on Saturday because he was 50-50 for the game against City so Hopefully, if Clavin's back, ready, available, then then he might start the game, and one of Lovren or Van Dijk might miss out. But you know that's a risk, isn't it? Because what what happens if one of them two gets injured? So it's a massive dilemma for Klopp, and he's sort of like I think personally, I can see where people are coming from where they're saying it's a derby game. How can you rotate and play a weekend team in a derby game? But the facts are, it, it's more acceptable now, pure and simply because this, these city ties. Are so important to our season because we want to win the European Cup, don't we? I mean, last weekend when we beat Palace in the manner that we did, that was a fantastic victory because Liverpool didn't really play that well, and Crystal Palace caused Liverpool quite a few problems, to be honest with you. And Liverpool had to dig deep and they ground out a, a victory. It was a fantastic three points, and it was a massive three points because it put the statement there that we were ten points clear at Chelsea then. And then Chelsea went and lost to Spurs the next day, which, again, was another bonus for us. So it, it gives us a little bit of leeway, if you like. It gives us that cushion where we can afford to probably drop a couple of points now towards the end of the season and still make the top four. So I think with that in mind and all things considered, and because of the importance of this this tie against City and the second leg, where you know it's going to be a back-to-the-wall job, isn't it? It's going to be really difficult. Liverpool are going to have to work the socks off really it's going to have to be work ethic the intensity levels will be massive I just think with all things considered he's, he's backed into a corner and he's going to have to make changes you know he's already said didn't he after the match against City that you know he's moaning about the, the lack of rest and preparation time for the derby game and he's absolutely spot on but that's just the way it is unfortunately you just got to get on with it and deal with it and you know, we rotated earlier on in the season near the Christmas period and, and it's sort of like paid dividends really because Liverpool have been great in 2018 so far, haven't we? Apart from a couple of little slip-ups, obviously we went out the cup disappointingly and lost to Swansea away, but other than that, Liverpool have been great, haven't they, for the majority of this year so far and, you know, it, maybe that's testament to the changes that he did make over the festive periods, but this is what I'm trying to get at now though. This situation we're in now, three games in six six days, you can't underestimate how how much that's going to take out of the players. So he is back to, into a corner and he's going to have to make changes. So I can only envisage him making five or six changes. I'd be very surprised if if he, if he goes really strong because, you know, it it's simply going to take too much out of them. And who knows, even with a weakened Liverpool team, as I said before, the, the first derby game, Liverpool were well a better team anyway. So who's to say that even a weekend Liverpool side can't beat, beat Everton? Because the thing with Everton, I don't think they're as bad as what they've performed majority of this season. But you can't turn form on and off like a tap. And they got absolutely destroyed and annihilated by, by Man City at the weekend. 
so they're not in good form are they at all so maybe a makeshift Liverpool team would be enough to win on Saturday so you know fingers crossed it is Excellent cheers Jay and uh, yeah obviously we're going to have to um, shorten this podcast down tonight just just due to circumstances so um, what we'll do is just a quick one how important is it to keep the momentum going into this game Saturday and then end up with your, your score prediction please Jay Well, we've just touched on it's probably going to have to rotate, isn't it, and make a few changes to the game, so you know, to the team for the game. So it is about keeping momentum going. But Liverpool, this group of players, this squad, are confident at the moment, aren't they? So because the tails are up and because they're confident, that that won't just be the eleven that played and the subs that come on against Man City. It's right the way throughout the club and throughout the squad. So. I don't think it'll be that much of an issue, really. I just think that it's you'd have to focus on the next game. I get that. That's always your most important games. The next one, as we said last week about the Palace game, and it, it was hard to not like look beyond that to the City games because it, you know Champions League. It's what it's all about. But you'd have to focus on the Palace game, which we did. And now I suppose you've got to look at it and say, yeah, focus on the Everton game. But but it's not just that simple, is it? Because no matter what, I mean, Klopp will know better than me or you, but the, the facts are he sees them in training, so we'll know if there's any fatigue or if players aren't 100% or you know, they're not quite right. And as I said before, it's all about the sports science, isn't it? So I'm sure there'll be, there'll be big talks with them and to see you know how players are and what they're feeling, like whether they are available to, to play. I mean, I don't think Klopp will be too bothered about oh, well I'm not going to play him or I'm not going to play him in case risk an injury it's all about the fitness levels isn't it you know if they, if they are able to play you know three games in six days it, it's really difficult situation to be in but we got a, we got a great result didn't we against, against City in the first leg hopefully you know the confidence that that'll breed into this group of players will carry carry on through to the, the Derby game and then take us through to the Etihad and it'll be a good week for Liverpool but like I say, momentum is is massive, but I just think the confidence, you know, the, the whole squad's brimming with confidence at the moment. Spot on, cheers, Jay. And just uh, yeah, a quick score prediction for us for the Merseyside derby, please, Jay. <laughs> it, it's one of them, isn't it? You, you, you're looking at it, thinking, as I said before, it's probably Everton's best chance, really, of beating us because, you know, Liverpool are going to play a weekend team. There's no doubt about it in my mind. I'd be shocked if he if he went full strength, just because the lack of preparation time. And he's already thrown out a few distress signals as in his after match interview against City. So with that in mind, I think he made changes. And I don't know. I mean, it, it's weird with Everton because it's like we're like their bogey team. I think they've won four derbies in the last four in the last forty. It's just an unbelievable record that we've got against them. Where it's like a fear fact, it's like a mental block that they've got. Mm. Now, to be fair to them, they've been good at Goodison this season, if majority of it. I mean, I know they lost some of the big games, but, you know, their away form's been absolutely shocking, hasn't it? I think they've won one, is it one away game all season? It's the home form that's kept them in the top half of the table, really. So Goodison, when, they, when they're up for it, and, you know, we all know there's no love lost, is the Evertonians absolutely hate Liverpool, and, 
I think a lot of it, but it's a lot of it's jealousy, really, is next we're the big team in the city, but they love nothing more than to put one over on us, and they never ever win at Anfield. So if they're ever going to do it, it's going to be a good one, isn't it? Now, I, I do think it's possible because we will play a weekend team. Um, we won't have our stars playing or for enough for the whole game anyway. So you know, with all things considered, they, they certainly could beat us, but I don't know. I just think. Liverpool have got the tails. The tails are up, and and as I said, then we're brimming full of confidence. So I'm, I'm more than confident that whatever side Jurgen Klopp decides to go with, I think we could still beat them. To be perfectly honest, even with a weakened team. So I'm going to go for my favourite scoreline and say Liverpool will win two one. Excellent, cheers, Jay. And yeah, I'll just do a quick prediction before we go. I'll. Um... I'm gonna say we're gonna go have a draw this week. I think, like you say, with the with the weekend team and um, circumstances going towards the the city game, that you'll see the likes of Moreno and Ings, uh, players like that coming into the side. You might even rest Carrius and bring Mignolet in for a for a, a run out. So yeah, all in all, with it with them thrown into the pot, I'll I'll go for a one-one um, score draw. Right, okay, so thanks very much, Jay, for joining us on our Manchester City uh, review and our Merseyside Derby preview. We'll be back next week with um, with our preview podcast. So thanks very much, everybody, for listening, and goodbye. I heard a cop I call